Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to episode 158. This is your host, Lucy Liu. When this episode airs, it's about time for Halloween. So happy Halloween. Happy each and every day of your life. May you be living your purpose full of joy and fulfillment. Today's episode is for you if you've got golden content sitting around collecting digital dust while you're wasting your time churning out piece after piece of content so that you can remain visible and relevant online. But there is a way to get off this content creation hamster wheel, and that is by repurposing your content. And for that purpose, today I have my special guest, Becky Ogden, who is a specialist at helping you show up consistently online, save time, and sign more clients, get more customers by repurposing your best content for you. So if you're looking to ease into repurposing your content with her simple four-step process, this is the episode for you. Enjoy this conversation, and if you hit a light bulb, share this episode on social and tag me at M-S-L-U-C-Y-L-I-U and let me know what you learned. Welcome to the show, Becky. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I'm excited to have you. Awesome. Let's roll. What do you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the expert all about repurposing content. So obviously, we're going to ease right into that. And I love, love, love acronyms. And you have a beautiful acronym for repurposing your content. Ease, E-A-S-E. So what exactly is Ease. So the acronym stands for Evaluate, Assess, Strategize, and Elevate. So let's start with the first step, which is to okay. evaluate. What do we okay. need to evaluate? Well, this process for me starts with mindset about content creation and uh, content repurposing. So, you know, like, how, how do you feel about it? Do you do you love to create content? Do you hate to create content? Are you nervous about putting yourself out there? Are you worried about repeating yourself too much when you're repurposing content? So it, it's all about addressing those mindset issues behind content creation and repurposing on that end. Okay. So usually a lot of people go on this hamster wheel experience of just putting out content for the purpose of putting out content and being visible online, right? right? How is that going to help you or is that hindering you actually from your growth? So just churning out con piece of content after piece of content after piece of content. Well, it takes you outside of your zone of genius unless you are a content creator. If content creation is is something you do for your business rather than it is your business, then it keeps you away from working in your business. So to go ahead and repurpose existing content, as long as it's good content, that frees up your time to then focus on your on your actual 
business focus on your clients or your customers or other priorities like, you know, hey, you just want to sit and watch Gordon Ramsay on the TV with your kid, you know? So instead of putting out short content, it's best to always start with long form content so that it's easier to repurpose them into smaller pieces. Is that correct? If you want to repurpose content, the best pieces of content, the easiest pieces of content to repurpose are definitely long form. So we're talking video that is at least 10 minutes long and ideally 15 to 30 minutes. Ebooks are great. Uh, long form blog posts can work as well. Uh, obviously, podcast episodes, so audio would even work. But in, you know, it should be 10 to 15 minutes in, in minimum and at least a couple of pages for a text based document. Right. And then you talk about how this content should be the best content. What do you mean by that? <laughs> um, okay, so some of us watch metrics and, and keep track of data and some of us don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest and say I'm in the in the category that doesn't because I leverage my personal page on Facebook so much and I am not yet one of the lucky ones that gets analytics on her Facebook page personally. So but if somebody is watching metrics, it is engagement, how how many likes, how many shares, how many comments, how many click-throughs, how many conversions, how many purchases. If somebody is not watching metrics, then it's, does it seem to resonate well with your people? Do do they seem to like it? Did you enjoy it? How is your energy around creating that content? How do you feel about taking it apart? Because if you're not enthusiastic about taking it apart or having somebody else take it apart, then it's kind of like, well, maybe that's not the best piece of content to do that with. But when I'm talking about your best content, I'm talking about things that you know work well with your people. They, they connect, they feel authentic to you. They resonate well with your audience. They turn your ideal prospective clients into your ideal paying clients. So this is exactly what you're doing in your second step is to assess these content to be repurposed, right? Yes, yes. Yes, that is exactly it. And, you know, so somebody that is that is looking at a library of content to repurpose as it as it stands without going forward with an effective strategy to continue to repurpose is going to be looking for existing pieces of long form content that, you know, do all of that stuff that I was just talking about. And then if you want to start creating content with the idea that going forward, you're going to go ahead and repurpose it, then you're going to want to start with that long form content. Mm -hmm. And that leads us to the next step, which is to strategize. How do you strategize these content? Oh, yeah, that, that's, that's super fun. That's one of my favorite parts of this whole thing, because I never know from piece of content to piece of content, what exactly I'm going to do with it until I see it, I get the piece of content from clients. And I if it's video based, which is my favorite to work with, then I, tra I have it transcribed. And I am an analog girl trapped in this digital world. So I have to print out the transcript so that I can hold that paper, you know, and um, I then I read through it with my highlighter and I am looking for things that stand out at me, individual quotes that pop out or individual passages that can stand by themselves. They don't need any explanation. I'm looking for themes and commonalities, you know, like common topics that somebody's covering 
And as I'm doing that, I'm thinking about, okay, well, how can I leverage this? How can I, what can I take and create with it? Is, am I looking at uh, a potential lead magnet? Am I looking at social media posts, blog posts, emails? I mean, pretty much any of those things can be created. It's just, it's heavily dependent on what is given to me as a piece of content, what I actually end up doing with it. Yes, you're looking at another analog girl. I love physical books. <laughs> I love putting highlighter to paper. That feeling. Yes. Is... <laughs> <laughs> it's indescribable, right? Yes, 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 yes. It's my, it, yeah, it, it, my brain just works so much better that way. It's really inefficient. I really, you know, it, it's really hard because everything that I then do that I have, you know, like in my little bullet journal and, and notebook and stuff as I'm going through and highlighting things and, and taking notes, I then have to transfer to the computer to actually do anything with them. So it's inefficient on that end, but it yields the best results for me. And so that's what I do. I go with what works for me. Yes, yes. Do what works for you. And sometimes those texts, certain parts of what you have written or what have you already put out, the text just pop back at you. So you get right. a new light bulb. You get that new idea when you see it on physical paper, right? Most That's definitely. Great tip right there. Yeah. So and, you know, having somebody, you know, having like somebody else's eyes on your content like me or, you know, just a business bestie or something, somebody else's eyes is, are going to pick up different things than you would in your own content. And especially if I don't know anything about your business, then I'm coming at it from, you know, the standpoint of somebody who is entering your, you know, your, your business funnel, your client journey at the very beginning. And so you'll get some really interesting pieces of content that may have, you may not have thought about because you're so well invested in your own material. You know, you're, you're the expert and you think that what you know is what everybody, you know, everybody knows this, right? And, and that's not always the case. So what's the final step? The final step is uh, figuring out how to leverage it and actually going through and doing it. So plugging the repurposed content into your um, editorial calendar and leveraging it wherever you're going to leverage it. When I do this for somebody, I give them ideas like, okay, I would use this as a social media post. You can use this as a social media post, as an email. I'd use this as a lead magnet or whatever, but really it's up to your discretion how you want to use repurposed content. I recommend that people repurpose a couple of pieces of content at once so that they can stagger that release of repurposed content so you're not like overwhelming your audience with similar messages over and over and over again all at once. Although... I do have to say that is a mindset issue that, you know, people are worried about that, you know, like they don't want to repeat themselves, but hey, that's a you thing, not a your audience thing. You have to repeat yourself. You will get sick and tired of your own messaging way before your audience will, because let's face it, your audience isn't seeing most of your content anyway. Exactly. There's the saying that you need to see something seven times before you right. trust it and buy it. And I think by 2023, they're saying that number is going to go up to 27 times, not seven times oh. anymore, because we're so distracted with content flying from all over our direction, right? Right. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. You know, one of the things that, that I have noticed as I have stepped into business world on like Facebook, as I'm connecting with other people that are business owners, I am getting a lot, a lot of invitations to join somebody's free 60 minute training, join, you know, this, and, and I'm like, Oh, my gosh, 
who has time for all of this, even if it's something that I know I could benefit from. Now, if you can tell me, yes, I can give you that condensed information in a two page PDF, I'm like, I'll pay you for your free information, you know, instead of attending your 60 minute workout or workout, (laughs) instead of attending your 60 minute training, if you want to condense that and and repurpose it basically into a quick, easy to digest, actionable piece of material, then heck yes, I'm in. But if you want me to sit down and and devote an hour or more of my time, I, I probably am not going to be able or willing to do that. And I don't think I'm the only one these days. So, you know, I I really encourage people to think about repurposing for that regard as well. Absolutely. I cannot agree with you more because as we level up in our own business, we learn to really treasure and honor our own time. And then Mm -hmm. we look for efficiency. And to be honest, I used to hustle a lot when I was younger. But as we Mm. get older, I start to understand that being lazy is actually better because we want to find the best way, the most efficient way to do Mm -hmm. something and still have time for all the things that we have so much fun with and love to do. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So that's exactly why we need to repurpose our content so that we're not just putting out content, but using our already produced content and put it in so many ways. You take one sentence and tweet it and put Mm -hmm. it in a quote on your social social and that becomes yep. a carousel and that becomes a topic for your blog and infographics. It, I mean, you name it, you can do so many different things with it. Yeah. It's yep. just it's thinking creatively about what you can do with that. Yes. Repurpose them, repurpose them. I I was a co-author in two books two years ago during the pandemic. And after mm. that, I wanted to go for my solo book. And I had trouble writing it for a long time until I realized, oh my goodness, I have all these podcast episodes where I gave out value, where I talked about my story, and these could be repurposed into chapters of my book. Absolutely. And like you talked about the transcripts, I can take experts, just paragraph and use them Mm -hmm. in my social media so I don't have to rewrite it again. Absolutely. That is, that is definitely something that people should and could do with their with their transcripts and, and things like that. Yep. Beautiful. What is a favorite quote that you go by in life, Becky? Okay, so my favorite quote, it's not I don't have it quotable. It's my it's like a summary uh, for me. It's a piece of scripture. It gets from first Peter, but it, it says basically love covers a multitude of sin. And the reason that I like that really, it doesn't have anything at all to do with my professional professional world. It has something to do with the issue that's near and dear to me. My family, I speak openly about this because I think that changing the, you know, eliminating the stigma is really important. And re- and having people that look like me talking about this is really important for that. Uh, my family was devastated by a mental health and substance abuse crisis with one of my family members. And, you know, we're trying to put relationships back together and rebuild a a life that matters. And that scripture, you know, love covers a multitude of sin is something that I have clung to throughout this journey of, you know, putting a life back together. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing with us. And love is above all. I definitely agree with you. Thank you. And we talked about this 
method, this method that absolutely works. It's the ease into repurposing your content. It's a super simple four-step process to repurpose mm -hmm. your content. And you can get that on Becky's website at www.contentwithease.com. Thank you, Becky. Ah, thank you. This was fun. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 